Whoever is bitten by a bit and lives becomes a gamer himself. It's time to get bit by a bit. Stop it! You're acting like a child! Bit by a bit. One of them now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to BXAP Podcast. I'm your host, Jay. And this is so chub. <laughs> we got <laughs> we got a very special return to the show. Everybody, welcome back. Jazzy Fiddle. What up, bitches? Episode 103. Get the fuck out. <laughs> oh, welcome right, back. Well, see and now get out of here. <laughs> well, Turn that ass, please. And for 103, it stands for Jazzy's Termination. Hey, that's an epic episode. Do we sure, have a 103? Yes, 103. We'll in Nintendo that. Power's top 200 games, the 103rd game is... Anyone? I got it. Okay. It's definitely... Mm, it came out in 1994 on the SNES. It's definitely Predator for the NES. SNES. <laughs> oh, for the SNES. It's <laughs> 19, definitely... 1994. College Hoops nope. 94. Nope. Anyone? Ethan? Producer Ethan? Trying to think of games that came out in '94. Danky Kang Country 2 might have been '94, but that game is the best Nintendo game. So, um, let's see, best Nintendo games ever, 1994. I'm gonna go with. You're wrong. Okay. All right. It is <laughs> Mega Man X. Ooh. Number 103 in the 200 chart. Deserves to be higher. I mean, out of a 200 games. Yes. Eh, okay. I'll allow it. Jazzy, what's your guess? <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Mega Man X. It's wrong. Oh. Oh. Jazzy. All right, what is it? Tetris <laughs> Attack. Tetris <laughs> Attack Plus. That was last week. <laughs> All right, guys. Anyways. Thanks for tuning in to episode 103 of the BXAP podcast, and we would like to thank our sponsor, the Detroit Beard Collective. Yep. Yeah. Keep do you going. want to keep going? <laughs> no. Oh. He's rusty. He's rusty. And we got to get you back into this. Oh, I just thought I was going to do the segue and then you... Oh, no, you're doing the whole thing. Oh, okay. For all fire. of your beard needs, you need to go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. They've got beard butter. They've got beard balm. They've got beard oil. they got beard elixir. They've got beards. You can buy a beard from this... No, you can't buy a beard. But you could buy a but shirt with a beard on it. you buy a shirt with a beard on it. There you go. You could buy a dream. The dream is mm. to have a beard. Yes. That's right. Just like the shirt you're wearing right now. Or buy a beard crate. It's a hoodie. Eh. It's not a shirt. Eh. It's still a shirt. It's, it's, I, uh, no, I'm, I de- I'm debating whether to like not wear this hoodie anymore because it's like a wings hoodie. And now that they got slaughtered out of the playoffs, I feel like I really shouldn't be repping them. But it's got a sweet beard on it, so I have to. you got to rep it because Detroit Beard Collective is our sponsor and you should exactly, wear it anyway. Exactly, exactly. But did we, uh, did we throw that code out there? Throw it out one more time. The he code is B. Okay, so you check out, all right, because you're gonna buy a bunch of cool beard shit from their website, and then you're gonna put BXAB in the coupon code, and you will get twenty percent off a purchase of twenty five dollars. He's more. still got it, folks. There He's he still is. got it. This man's on fire. I always feel like I'm gonna switch the twenties. I, I do all the time. <laughs> all the time. I even say like twenty four. <laughs> I can't say the I've, five part without I've fucking purchased up. shit and used the code like four times and I still get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Guys, once you're done grooming your beard, making it look nice, and getting yourself ready for that uh, that camera when you're streaming on Twitch, head on over to Cinch Gaming and pick yourself up 
a pro controller with pro buttons. That's right. If you are looking to improve your FPS gaming skill, you need to check out these controllers. They are fantastic. You got trigger stops. You got rear buttons on your map to your front buttons. You got grip that they put on the back of these things so your sweaty palms don't slip out the controller. You can switch out the joysticks. Make this controller perfect for you. All you have to do is go to cinchgaming.com and enter the code BX8B at checkout. You're going to save 5% on your order. Do it. It's a smart thing to do. Be a better gamer. CinchGaming.com. Live responsibly. That's right. Wouldn't it be game responsibly? (laughs) No, live, because gaming's to live. To game is to live. But that, yeah, never mind. To game is to live. Let's just go on. Yeah. So recently, (laughs) recently we've been having some debates going on. Like, example, who's the best Ninja Turtle? No answers, guys. Who's the best Ninja Turtle? We got things like... Is Call of Duty still relevant? Are you excited for this new Call of Duty? We have things like, what's the best video game movie? Where's all this going down? Where's all this debate? Where's all this fun conversation going down? It's at the forum, bxap.com. Go over to the forum and chime in. Let us know your thoughts on some of these great topics. Maybe you have a topic you really want to start. Again, go to the forum, start this topic about who's the best BXAP co-host. Jazzy. Chops. Jazzy. Chops. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, actually, it's on the forum, bitch. It's actually. <laughs> <laughs> it is right now because yeah. I put it there. Is that what you were going to say? Yep. <laughs> it's actually Ethan. We all know it. Yeah, it's he, true. He's yeah. the only he's one. He's the only one that makes us uh, sound good and, um, and and look good. Is it because he got a cool hat? Audio, audibly. 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 Orally? Yeah, orally. Ooh, I like that nice. too. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, check it out, guys. The forum at bxap.com. The forum. Courageously go there. Go there. Courageously. (laughs) Lastly, guys, check out our store at thebxap.com and at Etsy. So you can find a lot of our cool shirts. And on Etsy, you can find some vintage video games, uh, things like that you're going to be able to pick up from BXAP. You help support the podcast. You help support the cause. If you like listening to us, give us a little love. It helps us go a long way. That's right. Do it. Hey, Chaps. Yeah. Do you remember when we used to talk about retro video games on this show? I do. But you know what? We don't do that anymore, Ethan. Yeah. You know why? How how do I get my fix of retro games? I'm really glad that you asked courageously. Well, I'm a very brave young man. What you should do is if you enjoy retro shows, retro games, retro clothing, you probably shouldn't listen to us for retro clothing because we don't wear retro clothing. I buy my clothes at the thrift store, so yes. Oh, oh. That is retro. That's yeah, very yeah, retro. Oh, yeah. Anyways, you should go over to our podcast page on Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, everything like that, and look for The Legend of Retro, which comes out every Thursday. It's our partner pro- podcast, to BXAB, where we all talk about everything retro. And just a little teaser, Chops, what's the retro relapse game for this week? The retro relapse game for this week is Legendary Wings. By Capcom on the NES. If you've never played Legendary Wings and you want to hear all about it, listen to this week's Legend of Retro airing every Thursday. New episodes every Thursday. Do it. Otherwise. Courageously. You're dumb. Yeah. Courageously. I think we used it too much. We're going to use it all show. No, we've got to slow down with this. All show. Anyways. It's time to talk about what we've been playing lately. That's right. And we're going to start with the, the newbie. That's right. You have to start from the beginning, from the ground up again. You're a noob. Okay. Start from the bottom. Now we're here. I'm talking about you, chops. That's right. Okay. <laughs> this week, what have you been I, playing lately? I played Call of Duty, 
Just kidding. I had you there for a second, didn't I? No, didn't you I? didn't. Damn it. Not one bit. Right. I played Destiny. Uh, a lot of Destiny. I played some... Oh, I played some Dragon Ball Xenoverse. With, I saw that. With Sci-Fi AJ. And by with Sci-Fi AJ, I mean he, he wanted to watch me play it. Yeah, he likes to watch. Yeah, yeah, which I was totally down for, and it was fun. I miss playing that game, and I think I might play some more of it. Um, Jazzy, quit breathing fire. Okay? <laughs> Sorry. No vaping! <laughs> quit breathing fire. Oh, wow. It was distracting. Oh, yeah, we got a new rule in the studio since you left. No yeah. vaping. It also smells like a dirty gym shoe. <laughs> no, that's actually my dirty gym shoe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. do you keep your vape pen in it? <laughs> yeah, that's where I pull it out. <laughs> Anyways, I've been playing Destiny. I've been playing Dragon Ball Xenoverse, and I think that's it. You think? I'm yeah. pretty sure that's it. But we did forget one important thing. What? Back up into Destiny real no, quick. No, we're not talking yeah. about this. We, uh, no, we're not we talking about this. We played the raid. Sorry, guys. I got to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> we played the raid, and something interesting happened that I don't think we've ever had happen before. Chops, you want to you wanna, you know, get into it a little bit? Nope. All right, I'll talk about it real quick for you. So Chops really wanted to play the raid, and we, we got a team together. Uh, we only could find five people, and... So we got a random. We decided to pick up one random guy from what was the website? Come on, Chops, give it to me. DestinyLFG.net. Yeah, it's the premier looking for group site for Destiny. It sure was. It is. It Except is. Except for now. this one. And the site is good. Just the people <laughs> sh- are shit. So, so <laughs> we picked up a guy named like Dirty Butthole or something like Bojangles. That. <laughs> Dirty, Dirty Bojangles. Bojangles. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Dirty Butthole because because that's what this guy was. And if he listens to the show, we just lost a fan. But he pissed me off, and he really pissed somebody else off in this room. So we're going through, and it is the War Priest Challenge, um, where you have to beat the War Priest, and nobody on the team can take the aura more than once. And we're doing just fine going through. Everybody's taking the aura. Well, the third aura lands on my side where both guys, myself and uh, Rick, right? No, no, Cable, sorry. Cable. um, We both had already gotten the aura. So Chops jumps up to grab the aura. It doesn't click. It doesn't um, turn on for him, and he runs off the platform. So he has to jump back up. When he jumps up, he gets the aura, but he dies because the War Priest just smokes him. And it tr- once you get the art, it transferred to me. So I go, oh, you know, we shouldn't kill him, right? And and, and Shops is like, yeah, don't kill him, don't kill him. And the <laughs> the random that we got goes, yeah, of course we kill him, of course we kill him. And he runs into my bubble, the aura, and shoots the guy dead. And then, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we don't get the challenge. Nothing drops for most of us except Chops. He actually gets some drops, okay? But Chops is fucking livid. He's just like breathing into the mic. He's like, why? He's like, why? And then like, and then you hear the mic go, click. And I'm like, I'm like, well, Chops just rage quit. And then he, and then, and then he clicks back. He goes, no, sorry, I just hit my mute button. He's still pissed though. And the guy's like, I don't get what the problem is. He's like, dude, we didn't get the challenge. He's like, well, why did, why did, you know, why did Grimlock pick it up? He goes, Grimlock didn't pick it up. I picked it up, and then I died, and then it switched to Grimlock. He goes, oh, well, we shouldn't have killed him. He's like, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> He's like, I've never, like, I, I don't normally see Chops get this mad at video games. It was really amusing. Anyways, he's like, I gotta go. I gotta go. 
I gotta go. And he just <laughs> and he powers the system off. He doesn't he doesn't exit the game. He doesn't do anything. He just <laughs> he just shuts the whole PS4 down. True rage quit. Well, it gets better, folks. All those drops that he got from Warpriest didn't transfer to his account <laughs> because he powered it off. So when you went back, he's looking for he, he signs back on 20 minutes later. We're all just playing like Iron Banner. And we're like, why are you back? He's like, I just wanted to work. You know, I'm waiting for my girlfriend to come over. I just wanted to work on my stuff that dropped. And then like two minutes later, he goes... I don't know what the hell happened, but it's all gone. <laughs> Fuck this game. <laughs> and, he's, and he signs off again. <laughs> so, yeah. Really good experience. Um, I think I think he can't wait to play Destiny, like, right away. He's not taking a break at all. But that was... That I was... quit. I quit the game till September. <laughs> I had to tell myself, it's just a game. Like, literally out oh, loud. Man. Out loud, I talked to myself. I'm like, listen, Chop, it's just a game. It's not that big a deal. And then I justified it with the fact that you're going to be playing the same shit till September. You yeah. have plenty of time to do it again. <laughs> I, um, and I'm and I'm still pissed about it. But I, I, I think felt, everybody oh. was. I even felt bad though because I, I felt so bad that I actually texted him and apologized to him, even though I had it nothing was to not do even with your it. Fault. I was just like, hey man, I'm real sorry. I don't know what I'm apologizing about, but that really sucked. Yeah. He took it off <laughs> and the deep was... end. Like everybody got pissed because. We went to get to Aura, and as soon as Chops is like, all right, I got it, I was like, all right, I got a tether, and then the, the this D-bag kills him, and I shot all three of my arrows at his face. The D-bags, <laughs> not the war priest, the, the D-bags, <laughs> just because I was that mad. I didn't rage quit and, like, turn my system off, but everybody was furious that he, oh, I'm yeah. still kind of mad about it. Thanks yeah. for bringing that up, Jay. The, yeah, no problem. The, Piece of shit. Yeah, I had to bring it up just to, so we get off our chest. But you know, the only advantage is that most of us—not all of us, but most of us—have a second character that yeah. we can run and still get this challenge taken care of. So if we really want to do it, we still can. But it was super annoying. Oh my god! So I'm so mad right now. Yeah, I didn't feel. I wasn't feeling this the dirty butthole guy the whole time. But then he really pushed my buttons. Yeah, in. there was some dumb stuff that he did, and it was frustrating to begin with. But. Yeah. I'm not gonna I will say the one positive of this, the one positive of that whole raid, the hunters made the jump section first. Yeah. That was a that was a shitty high five. That was like <laughs> that was like a give me a was, real high five. Okay, that's a little better. You gotta work geez, courageously. No, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Right. Anyways. Jazzy, Jazzy what are you even playing? Jake's you and Damn. Destiny? What and we already went. We already went into that, but um, been playing a lot of League of Legends because each weekend they've been throwing out all of the mini games that they've had in the past. So they had a couple weekends back. They had Earth, which is ultra rapid fire, which basically means all of your your shit is on like very little cooldown, and you have no mana bar basically. So you could just spam your abilities over and over and over again. So it gets like soup. It's it's the button masher Caleb's dream, basically, is just click all of your moves over and over Pure again. Chaos. It's just absolute craziness, super fun. And then this past weekend, we got to play some Hexakill, where it's six on six instead of five on five. So that's super fun. But aside from that, my big news for League of Legends is I finally crawled my ass out of Bronze 5, and I'm currently sitting in the middle of Bronze 3 in my ranked play. My God. I know, about time, it's right? It's finally happening. It's all... 42 years in the yeah, making. Yeah, all on the back of the purple cow, Alistair. Love that cow. He's just a giant tank, and he goes in there and knocks people in the air, and then they just slaughter people. So, 
those are the two games I've been playing. It's just back and forth. League of Legends, Destiny. I did turn on Rocket League to play the new basketball, which was oh. pretty intense. It's it's frustrating because it's nothing like like you're used to hitting it into the <laughs> into the nets or even with uh, the hockey one you're, you're hitting the puck, but it's all like level playing field goals. This one you have to like do a lot of aerial shit and try to knock the ball up to get it over the actual rim and into the net. So. I think it's frustrating because our weakest part of our game in Rocket League is aerial. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So that's why we just are no good at it. I don't even boost in the in the basketball because there's no point because I'm just I overshoot everything that I try to do when I boost when I'm jumping. Cool. That's yeah. what I've been playing. Fantastic. I'm gonna swing it over to Ethan real quick, and we're gonna talk about what he's been playing. Swinging the mic. Okay. So swinging the mic to you, and now I'm taking the mic to talk. So, real quick rundown. As per usual on the weekends, a little bit of Rayman Legends action with the fiancé. Still loving that game. Uh, got into some Mega Man 6, and I'll probably want Chops' help because I'm stuck on uh, is it Tomahawk Man. Can't beat him. Really? Yeah, I'm not good at Mega Man. I'm not good at most games, but I'm specifically Well, no, that one's... It, it was a different... It was a change to the style of Robot Master, yeah. so that, that's that's fine. Because I love Mega Man it, 6. How, it was the one I rented if, the most when I was a kid. What have you beaten so far? I I've, I followed the order online, so I've beaten Plant Man, like Flame Man, Ice Man, or Freeze Man, or whatever it is. I I followed the the correct order because Plant is supposed to be super effective to Tomahawk, but the Plant one is the shield, right? That you so. can throw it though, can't you? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember exactly. I bet you but can. Maybe you, I just never tried pressing you the shoot button. Again. Also, have uh, beaten that game. Have you been getting the beat letters? I don't think so. You should probably be getting those. And then you've got your armor, your power armor. Yeah, yeah, the power armors are sweet. That's um, the reason I downloaded that one is I remember thinking the power armors were, armors were the coolest thing in the world when I was a kid. Yeah, they're the, they're the shit. No. But the beat is very important in that game, especially for Wily. Yeah. It, it's what you use to beat Wily at the end. I'll have to investigate. I'll have okay. to maybe, maybe just restart the game. So um, getting into some Mega Man 6, I got back into some Pokemon after taking uh, probably a month and a half of not really playing it, uh, playing some Battle Mansion on the hard mode and losing a lot because apparently I'm not good, even enough to uh, beat the computer. So that... That was kind of degrading that I couldn't get a streak of more than three or four matches going. Wait, wait, you can set it into hard mode in the Battle Mansion? If you go through the Battle Mansion on you know, on a mode, it opens up the super like super single, super double, super triple. Oh. I see. I've rarely played it, so yeah. how many levels do you have to go through? I think on super you have to go through like fifty, because I think L's made it to like forty eight. What about or regular the regular one? It's twenty, I think. Okay. I don't think so. So the super 20. is hard. It actually tells you when you've beaten the Battle Mason? Yeah. Yeah, you, you get a special ribbon or something like that for beating the oh, Battle okay. Mansion. So it's like the only achievement Elle hasn't done on Pokemon yet. She hasn't beaten all the way through the Battle Mansion. What is she doing? Yeah, well, she's she's trying. So I got back into Pokemon, played a little bit of that, uh, like I said, Rayman, and then... Uh, so you guys have been playing Destiny since launch, where I have been playing Destiny since late October, early January, so I'm you know only five months into Destiny now, and... I have heard from listening to every episode of this podcast continuous anger that has come from Destiny. There's been highs and there's been a lot of lows about getting mad. This was the first time I ever got pissed playing Destiny. Welcome to the club. I know. It finally happened. And it's because, you know, I was going hard on Iron Banner all week because I, lo I like Iron Banner. I like playing PvP. I'm not the best player, but I, I have a fun time doing it, and I love getting the Iron Banner gear, and it's just, it's a fun. It's a fun, like, week to really dive into playing PvP. 
And th- this time they, they changed the drops where specifically you're supposed to get more drops of the Iron Banner gear. So there is a class item that you can get, you know, each uh, character can get. There is a rocket launcher. There is special PlayStation exclusive items. And there is also an auto rifle that you can get as a drop. I played Iron Banner. Oh, I can't even count how many matches I've played. So rank five? Oh, yeah. I hit rank five. So a lot. So a lot. And I have not gotten the auto rifle. I don't even really want the gun, but I need high-level guns to put into other stuff because right now I have one decent gun. I'd like to work on expanding my playstyle a little bit, having got any of these. Very frustrating, but I kept telling myself, okay, well, you know, when I hit rank 5, I'm pretty sure I get one for hitting rank 5. You know, I go back to uh, the, the quartermaster, whatever, you know, whatever the guy is, and, you know, get a reward. And I go back, and no, I was confused. I got a, uh, a sidearm. <laughs> and I was like, what? I played all this to hit rank 5 to get a sidearm. So, putting that aside, Zur had some good items this week. He had the Twilight Garrison for the Titan, which is like the most popular exotic chess piece that allows you to, you know, air move, you know, sideways in the air, which I was like, that's going to be sweet to have. Let me go ahead and pick one of those up with my strange coins. I picked up some other stuff and I realized like, oh man, I have perks for solar class. Well, I like, I like arc based. I like running my arc based Titan. So let me get some glass needles. Use an exotic shard. Not in, not the no, easiest no, no, no. thing. You know. so, so these glass needles take an exotic shard, two strange coins, and three modes of light. Yeah, something like that to get them. And then what it allows you to do is it allows you to re-roll randomly the perks that are attached to your exotic items. So I got three needles. Armor. Uh, it's yeah, just armor. Yeah, just your armor. So I was like, let me re-roll this. You know, I it was solar based. Let me try. You know, I'd love. I want this to be arc. So I go and I re-roll it. Void. I was like, oh, okay, well, let me re-roll it again. Void. Hmm. Let me re-roll it a third time. Use my last glass needle. Void. It didn't change. It went void, void, void on all three of my needles. And at this point, like, I was like, son of a bitch. I'm going to burn <laughs> this to the ground. And then so I have a second. So I went and bought a second Twilight Garrison. And it was also solar, and I was like, wait a second, before I get hasty and dismantle this, which I may have ended up doing, it's all a big rage blur at this point. That's what I did, too. <laughs> I think I did. I think I did dismantle it, and then realized I didn't have enough strange coins to get more glass needles, and at this point, like, the vein was, like, throbbing in my head, like, why is this happening to me? Why am I being punished for playing this game so much? And that's when I, I've, I've reached that, that level that you guys have hit, where you're like... This game's a little bit bullshitty, and I just, you know. Oh, yeah. At that point, I need to stop, have a snack, because I was getting hangry, and I need to move on with my life. Yeah, you so. just got to walk away from it for just, a little bit. You know, well, uh, I'll be on tonight, but still. <laughs> yeah. I need Mute. to keep grinding. I need to, I need to get better. Mute your mic is what yeah. we call that. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going to have to do. Don't rage quit the system. Yeah, I, I, didn't get, I didn't get rage quitty, but I definitely got frustrated, which... Again, it's just a video game I shouldn't have, but I felt like I got duped for a week of hard work putting in all my free time. Got nowhere with it. So that was my week in gaming. Should we tell him that he can get the auto rifle with legendary marks? Well, it drops no, at 280. Yeah, or he doesn't, three, that doesn't help him. He wants it dropped. He wants it, he wants he to wants higher. It. Okay, okay. I was hoping to get several of these auto rifles to just infuse them into other guns I actually want to use. That was my whole thing. I just I want to infuse it. I don't even really want this thing. It's a, it's a solid auto rifle, first of all, so you do want one. 
just to make you feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you feel a little better. Is that for some reason I've had five of them drop this iron banner, or, or you want the auto rifle Jay yeah. got? That's I'm at like I'm at like five or six. I, yeah. you want his uh, his his whatever uh, yeah God mode gun God mode it is. gun yeah. I've yeah. I've gotten three rocket launchers, five or six class items, and then several pairs of boots. So I've gotten plenty of these drops. None of them the rifle. Yeah. So. That sucks. Welcome to the world of Destiny, your first uh, treat of being thrown in the toilet and swirled around. Um, obviously, I've been playing Destiny. I'm not going to get crazy into it. Besides what you just mentioned, I did pick up the... Uh, I can't remember the name of the like Devourer of Souls or something, something like that. It's, it's, the, it's the auto rifle that uh, you can get from Varix, and it is basically a clone of the Doctrine. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a 66 bullet clipped auto rifle that has like no recoil and the roll that I got on it was double stability on top of it so this thing's stock barely moved now it doesn't move at all and uh, yeah it, it's uh it's super cheap I run it um when I get into when I get into those uh, levels that I, where everyone runs with their shotgun I run with that because don't like shotguns so otherwise I still stick to my jade. I love my jade rabbit so but um so beyond that, I've been playing a lot of Axiom Verge cross by. You guys have caught me on the stream. I stream Tuesdays on BXAP, uh, twitch.tv backslash BXAP Gaming. So I've um, been playing that on Tuesdays on the PS4 and then uh, been playing it on my <laughs> resurrected my PS Vita and been playing it on that to find out that it's a cross by, but it is not a cross save. Awesome. So I have, uh, it's fun though because. I'm trying to speed run to at least where I'm at in the PS4 game to see what I remember. So this is actually good practice for me getting prepared for an actual speed run uh, because they have it built into the game. So I, I would be interested in doing that once I complete the game. Loving, loving that game, though. A ton of fun. And then I've been playing uh, Super Metroid on my 3DS. Just revisiting that game for a one billionth time. Having, having a lot of fun with that, of course. And... I tried the basketball mode of Rocket League. You know, it's fun. It's Rocket League. If you like Rocket League, you're going to like this mode pretty much. But, um, of course, they've added all the DLC that you can buy now of the NBA pack. But I, I haven't gone ahead and purchased that. But you get, like, you get, like, the whole, all the teams, flags. The ball turns a special, like, platinum basketball, things like that. So, but, uh, yeah. Honestly, ton of Iron Banner just because it's it. When Iron Banner drops, it consumes most of my time. So, but that's what we've been playing lately, guys. Check out uh, bxap.com. Go to the forums and communicate with us about about these games or about what you're playing. Maybe you have a game that we should check out. Just uh, hit us up in the forums at bxap.com. All right. With that being said, I think it's time to move into. The news. It's time to take a look at those gaming headlines here on Bit by 8-Bit. That's right. I'm back for the news. And I am going to distribute this news to you courageously. I'm looking at you, Chops, because I'm going to distribute it right to your face. Oh, please do. Right to your face. Hey, the, hey, hey, hey. The, the porno podcast is after this one. Oh, shit. Legend of porno. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so check this news out. It's really not news at all, but I want to say it because it's just that dumb. 
Nintendo has decided that they will not sell the NX system at a loss. Because a lot of these systems now, like the PS4 and the Xbox One, they sell the system for a loss because they're going to gain money on software. Oh. Oh, so... But the system itself, so they gonna, say they're not going to sell it for a loss. They're so they're designing it so that it's going to basically make them money. So it's going to be a 720p system. No, it's not. And it's going to run on cartridges. This is all lies. Yeah, that's that's what's going to you know what, get them money. If it ran money. on cartridges, I would be excited. I because would Because at least I would that's too. back when Nintendo knew what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Very suspiciously, the Coleco Chameleon went under. Maybe a certain big Ooh. N bought that project out. They're like, wait, now's our chance to change the NX completely. <laughs> <laughs> we had no clue what we were doing. Now we have that shit crazy no <laughs> clue what we're doing. We were literally going to make a system out of an N and an X. <laughs> That's why it was called NX. <laughs> we went to, I can't, we went to Hobby Lobby and just bought two big letters and we were just going to glue them together and shit that shit. All right, all right. We need, we need, we need a, a Christian store and we need hollow letters to put oh, things in. my God. This is our deal. Now, if they could sell that for $200, it wouldn't be a loss, right? Yeah, here's the deal. I mean, when they say things like that, I'm like, no shit. But I'm also like, wait, how much is this going to be? That has me worried. Well, first of all, it sounds like we're going to have to buy two parts to this thing. I really think we're going to buy really? two. Really? I, I really yep. think it's going to be a two-part purchase. Why? Because they're already calling it a hybrid system where you're going to ha- it's going to be that in-home console and on-the-go console. And they and the rumors came out that, yes, we got a March date, but that doesn't mean we got a March date for both products because the rumors were, were slated that one would come out and then the second part of it would follow. Oh, I, I think originally the first part was supposed to come out before this Christmas, so, and then the next yeah. part was supposed to follow. So in maybe March. you'll get them both now in a bundle. But what I'm what, what I'm getting at is, what if you get a home console first that you can use your you know Wii U controllers on and hook it to your TV? But then three six months later, they're going to hit you with the the you know the PlayStation Vita that syncs with your you know. Type thing. Do you think that's what it is? I think they they they're going to have a handheld functionality to this. It's going to be a handheld on the go, not like the Wii U where you can't leave the household. It's going to be you could take it on the go, and it's going to be the next generation. It's going to replace the 3DS. I mean, come on, it has to. Why would you have two handhelds? Well, that's what I'm confused about. Is that you're talking? Are 3DS they trans- co- are they transitioning the 3DS into the, this? The DS is the DS is dead. They haven't come out and said yet. They are? I think the DS is done. No. I think the DS is done. No. They can't pair their handheld with their home system. It'll take it down. But look. Okay, listen. Look. look. Oh, no. No, don't say this to me. What do you like about the... What's what's your favorite thing uh, about the Vita? uh, What's your favorite thing about the Vita? I'm ignoring you. No. I don't want to hear this. You're responding to me right now. Fuck. Um, (laughs) My favorite thing about the Vita is, I guess, the store and the amount of games I can get. Right. But... It is not one feature... And I can... Yes, I I can play my PS4 stuff on my Vita. That's cool, sure, but is it not cool where if I'm playing Super Meat Boy on my PS4 and then I'm on vacation and I've turned my Vita on, that I yes. pick up right where I left off? Yeah, that's what I think Nintendo is going to try to do. They're going to try to cross, so, cross buy, cross save their IP. So you're saying they're going to have a system that they're not going to sell at a loss, and they're going to have a system that has portability to it. So realistically, what what I could kind of gather from this is. You're going to have anywhere from a 250 to $350 home console with a 150 to 200 or 250 
handheld part. Yes. So you're going to have a system that can cost anywhere from 400 to 550 600 bucks. I think you're probably I think you're on the higher end you're probably right. But here's the thing. If I what if I told you that every 3DS game you currently own right now, if you wanted, you could play it on the Wii U. Just like the old school days where you played your GBA on the TV. Did you not enjoy that? I did enjoy that. So now... But I'm worried about that. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, now they want to make it where any portable game you have, you'll be able to play on the TV, and any TV game you have, you'll be able to play but on the But it's big N. It's big N. Oh, I know. oh so, believe me, I'm well so, aware. So I'm worried that now your software is going to cost more. I, I don't know, yeah. Because instead of when you could get a DS game for under 30 bucks, typically... Or under forty bucks, you're going to be now paying for a console game that's going to cost sixty to or seventy dollars that can be played on both, or eighty dollars. I, I agree with you on that. I think the days of the forty dollar handheld Nintendo game—they're not going to be. I think own. that's gone. I think it will. You'll start seeing fifty, sixty dollar full price console prices for this this hybrid system. Now, one the question I have, you know, again, we're just really we're going off speculation, we're going off rumor, and the the question is still going to be. Will the handheld version of the NX operate independently? Yeah, uh, so like, I imagine you'd still be able to download and stuff, but you know that's that's well, the your big DS question. operating system is vastly different than your Wii U yeah. operating system. Well, if they're going to integrate and the functionality the two. is different, hundred uh, percent than the other one. But so, I yeah, feel they're, like they're gonna, trying to make these cohesive. But the thing is, if you're going to integrate them, they have to have the same functionality system-wise, like software-wise. Sorry, so that they both look and feel the same but are going to have to be unique enough to have value in buying that second option. Correct. So, I don't... They they put a lot of money into the dual screen features of things, I think. And it's been working out pretty well, I would would say, for them. So now am I getting a gamepad-sized DS with two screens? That's what I'm I'm imagining in my head, because I don't see them as ditching the... For the the, at-home purpose? Yeah, because I don't see them ditching the dual screen functionality just willy-nilly. I think they might. Really? I think... I That's think so they've scary. I think they've seen that the dual screen in the home didn't work. I mean, the the Wii U just didn't it didn't click the same way as having the dual screen at a, on a portable level. It just it wasn't interesting to people at home. I I couldn't tell you why. But the Wii U isn't interesting Well, to I would say it's because they didn't use it effectively for the Wii U. Yeah. Like, for Mario Kart, I think we can all agree that was a good use because you had the map on the bottom screen. Um, but, like, for a Zelda game or for a game that's that's time-consuming, having a dun- dungeon map or having, like, an RPG where your character loadouts and your ability to change your equipment and, and skills and things on that second screen would have been a better function of the gamepad. Oh, without a doubt. And, you know, you can look across the DS and 3DS library. And they and, do that. And you can, you can look at, let's say, really, I think I'd be exaggerating by saying 15% of... St- titles on those systems used both screens effectively where the other 85% didn't at all. I think there's a lot of titles on the DS and 3DS that didn't take advantage properly of having both screens. And I, I didn't play enough DS games to really like... Yeah. I mean, I picked the, the, the main IPs and your, and your your hits, but you know, like Fire Emblem did a really good job with that. Uh, Bravely Default did a good job with that. Pokemon does a really good job with that. So... I don't know. Do they really do a good job with it, or do they just 
do they just like cop out and put your controls at the bottom and your and your viewing screen at the top? Like they do, yeah. You know, back when DS first came out and you were playing bosses that scaled both screens and you actually had to like climb your way from the bottom screen to the top screen, that was using both screens in a in a unique way that had never been done before. Right. Now all you're doing is just you're, you know, you have two screens, so we're going to put the menu down here and the game up there. Like, it just kind of seems to me like the DS dual screen is over, is they're done with it. Like, you know, it, it, it's the, it's the Nintendo gimmick that's old and out, overplayed. Time to move on to our next gimmick, which is going to be. <laughs> so, who the hell? So, the in, hell comparison, knows? in comparison to what PlayStation has out now, am I safe to assume that what we can think NX is doing is you'll. Have your console, which will be the NX, that would be in comparison to the PS4, and then you'll have a Vita-type controller for the NX that can be used as a handheld controller, but it is also the controller for the NX console. Exactly, and I think the reason why they are so hyped about this is because the Vita and the PS4 has some great potential, right? And it's been underutilized, but it came out in the PS3 era. The Vita was not developed alongside the PS4, and because of it, it has limitations that they can't work around. Now you're talking about a Vita-like handheld and a home console being developed together and and an ecosystem being built around all of it. And of all the companies that do that, Nintendo would have the best shot. Yeah. But at the same time, where Sony has has poorly um, launched the Vita with a PS4... Nintendo's the opposite. Launching could launch a poor, poorly launched system with a handheld. Yeah, but again, so I think it's, I think you're look, I think you're looking at it in the Vita Sony way. I think there I think Nintendo is launching a they're launching one they're, system. They're launching an ecosystem that they've built, they've nurtured from the ground up as a as a complete kit. Okay. Where you never had that with the so Vita. You're, so there, so you're going to see marketing, I would assume as one, but Realistically, they're two systems. Mm-hmm. You know, like they they probably develop a need of as if you can't get the full effect unless you have both. Unlike a PlayStation Vita, where they marketed that as an enhancement to your PlayStation what? Four experience. Now, here's the angle I think they might throw at us to to hopefully help the all the Wii U owners. Okay, you got to buy both parts to this thing, right? Yeah, I think you're going to be able to buy the home console first, and I think. You're going to be able to use the Wii U gamepad if you don't want to invest in the handheld that comes out. Now, the only, the disadvantage is you won't have the, the same functionality. You'll be probably. able to do it within the home, yeah. but you won't be able to do it outside the house like you're going to be able to with the new so device. You're, so you're going to be able to hook multiple of these, do you think, up to one system? I don't know about that. I'm not sure because the Wii U is limit, You know, the Wii U only lets you have one gamepad. Right. Everyone was excited about having multiple gamepads and right. they never got around to that. But I think the idea here is that they're not going to force you to buy both devices if you if you can't afford to. Yeah. So so like okay, we'll hey, here's a $600 bundle. Oh, you can't afford the $600 bundle? Don't worry, we're Nintendo. So here's the $300 version. It's the you know it's the two gig white Wii U that we released that uh, will work. You know, but it's the NX and it'll work with your Wii U pad. If you want, if you want all the bells and whistles, then yeah, you can get the badass system over here in its complete form. Okay, I mean, it's I don't know. So, so I don't want to spend too much more time on speculating with the NS, NX, but this is a thought that just popped into my head that is very Nintendo. So, across the last several generations, actually, early on with Nintendo, Nintendo was the system that appealed for families. If you are a parent who 
has purchased Nintendo systems in the past and your kid wants a new system, would it not look very appealing to be able to buy a home system and a portable system that use the same software? Because how many parents are buying games for their home console for their kids and different software for the portable console for the kids? If you're buying one set of software that's working on both, to me, that's to me just not even as a parent, someone who uh, keeps their finances kind of tight. That's really appealing to me to think that I could buy a console game and also get that portability out of it. The value of that is a lot higher. And I, that hasn't been a thing that I considered the entire time that these NX rumors have been out, that just the value of only buying software once, what that could bring to the family and what that could bring to the consumer. That depends if the price point is right. Which, yeah, there's really, that's, there's that's, really that's two the final concerns. Factor. There's two concerns with the initial statement, which Nintendo is not going to take a loss on this system slash systems. Is either my first concern, A, are we going to get a very poorly made system that's not going to hold up to the PS4 and the Xbox One, which we're hoping it will, because that, we feel that that's the only thing that's going to save Nintendo, or B, are we going to get a system that costs an ass load because they need the money because they're not going to take a loss? I mean, you're gonna you're gonna need to go. It's gonna be B. It's gonna be yeah. It's at gonna least, be at least big. out the, at least out the gate. And, and what's funny is <laughs> you're gonna get this. And I know we want to wrap this up, but you're you're gonna get the second experience, the second screen experience that I think is gonna be better than the cost of VR and that second screen experience that you're gonna be getting from these new systems. Yeah. So and and last thing to say, just to ref. Reference the point that we're talking about having multiple portable versus versus uh, home console. I think NX is going to change that where you're not like we're thinking in the mindset that we have Pokemon here and we have Smash Brothers here and even Smash. We have Smash on the 3DS. We have Smash. No, now you're just going to have Smash. I don't think they're going to worry about having two catalogs. It's going to be one catalog that's called the NX catalog that'll work on both devices. So you're not going to have that like 3ds I wonder and how, that Wii U. I wonder how that developing structure is going to look. I don't know. It could be a lot easier for developers than to be. come to the system. It could be, hey. which could be a, a path that they're yeah. trying to take because they lost so much support. Right. And now, hey, you get you get both platforms with one code. Yeah, Game Freak. You know, you don't have to worry about releasing a console-based Pokemon game. You're going to be releasing a Pokemon game. Yeah, That's and it. it's capable. The same thing's capable on both sides, so you don't have to water down one side on the right. 3D. You know, it's just. Again, one okay. game, one code, both platforms. I mean, we, and then again, this is all speculation. Like, yeah. this is these are hopeful ideas. Yeah. Hopeful all right. Ideas. Okay. Moving okay. On. Moving on. Moving on. We've got. I'll make this one quick. Uh, Uncharted Four has released a date for multiplayer DLC and has given a roadmap to the rest of its DLC. So the game releases May tenth, and they basically have this cool map, which I will post on our Facebook page of the basically kind of roadmap of what you're going to be getting and around when you're going to be getting it. Um, basically, summer 2016 is going to start a bunch of uh, their first DLC. The And then in autumn of 2016 is when you're going to get basically co-op version of this game, which it, is the major DLC they're looking at. Is it mostly multiplayer DLC? Does um, it specify? For each for each category, they have like a bunch of different stuff, like new maps, uh, new game modes, uh, new weapons, and it's just kind of like a map. It doesn't really specify exactly what it is. So these are, these aren't main story DLCs; these are multiplayer DLCs. 
For for the most part. Yeah. For the horribly worded map that they have, yeah. we're assuming that basically the uh, new game modes are probably going to be your single player, and then the co-op is going to be introduction of co-ops. Yeah, because so. th- th- this game is story-driven. But and they and then they put them. I don't. I still don't understand why they put multiplayer into this game. But, um, you know, whatever. I'm excited about the game. I'm not really that excited about the multiplayer. But, you know, someone out there is. So this should make Jay super happy because we went on a pop hunt this weekend and we were arguing over this in uh, his favorite store because he's seen a poster that said that it was going to be released in May. And I am to tell you that the Mighty Number no. 9 has been pushed back once again, and it will now be released in North America and Asia on June 21st. <sighs> <laughs> Boy, okay. Supposedly. Let me just let me just get my uh, let me just get this right here. This game is never coming out. <laughs> I have I have decided now that my money I invested in the Kickstarter w- is stolen, and the creator of Mega Man is duping me. And this game is never, ever, 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 ever coming out. That's it. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. How many times are you going to delay this? How many times are you going to push this game with how many backers? How many people have you backed? That all they want is what they paid for, and you can't even deliver upon it. And then the reason why you didn't deliver on it is because, oh, well, we hit this new reach. You know, we hit this new goal, and we have problems porting it to the... I don't care. Release it on the fucking systems it's ready for and worry about the ports afterwards, okay? It doesn't need to be a global launch across glo- across every like platform. By the time you get your game out, so many people are going to be jaded that, you- that you're going to sell nothing. Because well, guess what? Because guess what? You don't have Capcom's name. And as much as we make fun of Capcom, if you go and piss a bunch of people off, and short of your short of the creator's name being the only thing tied to this project that means anything, you're gonna lose you're gonna lose people. You're gonna lose a ton of people. And and I will say that because of all these delays, they can't release a game that's bad. Oh god, they, they no. can't. Oh, god, they, they no. can't. If there's a single bug in this game, they're yeah. gonna get called out hard. So, so like, not only have they pissed off people because they delayed the game, but now they put themselves in a corner where this game has to be near perfect to at release date. Uh, otherwise, you're not gonna see a second Mighty Number no. Nine. If if this game does release on the 21st of June, like they're basically promising at this point. It will have been it will have been just shy of three years since the Kickstarter started. That's not beginning development and everything. That's just a Kickstarter. So basically they've been pushing this game back for probably about a year and a half now. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean, I'll play it when it comes out, but I just don't know when I'm gonna ever get it. Alright guys. June My 21st. last Yeah, June yeah. Yeah, June twenty first. Duh. He just said it. He promised it. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Anyways. So, so I don't want to spend too much time on this because of how crappy we all think this game is. But how about uh, some of your guys' reactions to the uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare trailer, where apparently you can fly a ship into space now and battle <laughs> in space. <laughs> I watched this trailer this morning, and I, all I can say is. I don't. I, I took my headphones off and I was just kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I'm not irritated. I'm not like ready to just make fun of it. But like, 
what are you doing? Like, what exactly are you doing? They realize that they're not making any more money on their system, on their game, and everyone oh, lo- making and, and, plenty and, and of money everyone, on their games. Everyone's into space. They could make everyone's could, in the space. Games. They could make it where you're giant piles of poop and you just roll around and they put Call of Duty on it and they would sell millions. Oh, it's poop. called Call of Duty Black Ops Three. It's called Poop of Duty. Yeah, and exists. <laughs> Get yeah. it? Get it? Poop of Duty. But. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna break records with this game. Unfortunately, yeah, uh, they don't even need to make a good game. Well, I mean, and, and was there gameplay in this? Yeah, a little bit. Was there first person? Was, was the sh- like, like like it was just spaceships though, right? It wasn't. No, 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 no. Oh, there's plenty of first person shooting. It's just so what it looks like is this uh, group of people that that so it is it's human versus human still, even though you're in outer space. Um, it's it, there's a group of people. That have somehow developed technology that's far advanced from yours. What it looks like, infinitely, and they just and you have no idea that they did it. Okay, there was no clue that they were developing this. So it's the Illuminati, and then they attack. Oh, okay. And you're getting you're getting just crushed. Somehow, I think you end up hijacking some of their ships, and you head into space where you find their armada, and then there's just a big space war, uh, and then it ends. So, oh no! Sorry, it doesn't end. Then it transitions without without even telling you. <laughs> it transitions into a very old looking game that is the original Modern Warfare remastered. So that way they let, and then it ends and says, "Get the get the gold edition, and you get this you get this remastered version of Modern Warfare included for only so, 80, for only eighty dollars." So what you're saying is, you're not pissed off yet because you haven't seen the quote unquote. Call of Duty aspects of this game, because currently I would say this is not a Call of Duty game. This is a new IP. That's what it seems like. It very well could have been because you also have robots. Yeah, you, you have you have human humanoids, and then you actually have full on what they look like like uh, uh, Chappie. Okay, it looks like it looks like legit Chappie style robots that look like they're your like Call assi- of Chappie. They're kind of like your assistant, you know? Yeah, and. I could see maybe some cool gameplay, like some cool mechanics with that in the single player mode, but like the, I don't know what what they're going to be able to do in multiplayer. We need but, to see more on this before yeah. we can really. Like, it kind of feel like, hey, we know Titanfall Two is coming out. We know, and, and let's be honest, back when Modern Warfare came out, it was a, the pinnacle of FPS. Yes. Okay. What Infinity Ward and and Call of Duty ha- is dealing with right now is that. FPS is bigger than ever. You have Overwatch. You have Battleborn. You have uh, Doom. You have all these FPS coming out right now. So many of them. How do you separate yourself from the rest of them? How do you keep your name, Call of Duty, to be the gold, the the you know standard when it comes to FPS? And I feel like they're they're worried that their game's not good. At, you know, their mechanics aren't good enough, and their game's not good enough. So they have to go. They just keep going bigger every bigger, year. Though. Bigger, like like you can go bigger, you can go better, but like give it a t- give it a minute. Yeah, and make it a good, better game. Yeah. So don't I, just slap like <laughs> Titanfall was promising. Yeah, but it fell short. Now, did you watch this trailer? No. Okay. Um, this was my my thought process through the through the steps in watching this trailer. At first, I was like, "This game is pretty graphically; it looks good." Then I was like, "Oh, this looks like another piece of shit Call of Duty game." Then I was like, "What the fuck is going on? Why are they going into space on spaceships? This doesn't make any sense." And then at the end of it all, when I had like three seconds to think about the whole trailer, once it ended, I was like, "Why was there like that punk rock song in the background?" 
I didn't even think about the game. I was worried about why they input like a punk rock like song in the middle of their trailer. <laughs> It wasn't a punk rock song. That's what I'm trying to confirm here. It yeah. was... I don't know what it was, but all I could think about was the song. So, like, I didn't think about this game at all after the trailer. I was like, what the hell song was that? <laughs> like, it almost completely derailed me from watching the trailer because I was more worried about the song. I can't verify this right now. You're going to verify it for me. But I was reading I was reading comments, and and I'm pretty sure this was a David Bowie song. So what were the lyrics? Do you have? I can't. I, yeah, and Major so, Tom, because a rock version <laughs> of Major Tom. Because someone made the point of like, wow, way to use his song right, right, you know, in the mix yeah. of this, and um, it was, it was the song was weird. It definitely like usually I will give Call of Duty one thing, they'll they'll pick a song and they'll just and they'll it'll fit into their trailers, and their trailers are usually pretty entertaining when they bring in the actors and have like some goofy ass fun. But this was like a different like music, so or a different like setup. Anyways, I'm gonna look that up. So yeah, we'll 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 figure it yeah. out. I didn't like it. Okay, that's all the news I have. And then as far as game releases, we only need to talk about one, and that's uh, Battleborn. Oh man, that that is coming. Up. Yeah, the rest is just garbage. Don't that's even worry out. about it. Battleborn, yeah. it's out today. Go play it. That. So you got Overwatch open beta starts today as well. Play them both; they're amazing. I have some news. Quickly. And it's something that I'm a fan of. The Humble Nindy Bundle has returned. Oh, okay. Now, I took advantage of the hum- Humble Nindy Bundle last time. Did we talk about this last week? Uh, no. I don't think we did. Well, it's back. Uh, if you're not familiar with Humble Bundle, you can get games uh, usually for Steam or digital comics, that sort of stuff, on the cheap, and it goes to charity. You name your price, you get your rewards. Well, they did it with Nintendo last year, and I, I loved the games that I got on 3DS, and uh, they're they're it's back this year. They've brought it back, and I'm very excited. Um, just real quick, you pay a dollar, you can get Retro City Rampage on the 3DS. You can get Affordable Space Adventure on the Wii U, and you can get Shantae and the Pirate's Curse cross-buy. That's for paying $1. If you pay more than the average price of $9.74, you can also get Freedom Planet on the Wii U. You can get Rhythm Thief and the Emperor's Treasure on the 3DS. I'm pretty sure that's the one Jay wants to play. And you can get Citizens of Earth cross by, and they're still going to name another game or two here in the next week that you can pick up. And if you pay $13 or more, then you unlock Super Street Fighter 4 3D on the 3DS and Darksiders 2 on the Wii U. So if you head over to HumbleBundle.com, you'll be able to find it there. Uh, There have already been... uh, over a hundred thousand of these bundles purchased, wow. so uh, it's a great deal. So and it goes to a charity. So uh, go give it a look. Yeah, I've actually already bought my uh, humble bundle. So I had some of those games, but uh, the Darksiders Two had me interested, and uh, I looked into some of the littler games, and I haven't tried some. So I figured, hey, it's for a good cause, and and I get some games. Uh, just to clarify, it is Space Odyssey by David Bowie. Oh, okay. And uh, it looks like it's done by Lady Heroine. Yeah, <laughs> Lady Heroine. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but but impressive. it is but it is a cover of David Bowie. So I just feel like it's like wow, man. Like let's uh, let's just capitalize on something like that. People 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 will uh, flock to it and enjoy it. I feel like that's what they're like. Like think of Gears of War. You know, it's a cover by Disturbed. Think of. Um, 
oh my god, I already forgot the name of the the game that was supposed to be the Xbox killer or the the Xbox game. Uh, the Halo what, killer? No, what was the game? Um, that was supposed to put the Xbox on the map here just recently. Oh, Quantum Break. Quantum Break had a Nirvana cover. Like everybody's using like these like new age covers of of old bands and like thinking it's just gonna make their trailer awesome. So I don't know, but. Anyways, that's the news, guys. You can check it all out on BXAP's social reach, which just go to wherever you like to hang out and type in BX8B Gaming, and you will find us. So um, with that being said, guys, it's time to move into some emails. You write them, we read them. It's time for emails on Bit by 8-Bit. All right. So first question. Actually, let me back up. Rip. If you want to send in a question, just send it to info at bxap.com. We love answering questions. We love the support you guys give us. So send in any video game, any nerd, any tech question, uh, scenario, whatever it is, send it in. We'd love to answer it. You can leave it in the forum, and you can leave it on social media. All right. You've had a long day. I'll tell you who this is from after I read it. You've had a long day. It's Brayden. And you want to unwind. No? Okay. What game do you play? Do you have to go to... Do you have to go get a snack slash drink and type of environment you would like to be in, like a quiet, dark room? If I had to unwind, it would have to be either a Pokemon game or a puzzle game, like a Tetris or uh, um, The Room, you know, like something that I can just, like, use creative thinking to like just take my mind out of what my day was like yeah I mean even though my go to is destiny it can be frustrating but it still is a great way for me to like let frustration out you know cause I'm just 100%. you know attacking people but um, if I had to pick another you know away from destiny I would I would I would love to pick a game like like a Batman Arkham Knight or an Uncharted 4 something where I can like you know, t- fall into a character lose and, and lose yourself into that that character that's built up so well, like like a Samus, you know, right. something like that, and just go explore an adventure uh, revolving around that person. As far as snack drink, I mean, I always like to have uh, you know have a uh, a tasty beverage. If it's if it's if I've had a long day, it's probably a CEO Stout. It's my, that's my go-to beer, <laughs> so it's probably one of those. It, otherwise, it's you know, it's some sort of soda. But, but, um, and then my location would be my game room because it's basically my man cave. I, I I love that room. It's my favorite room in the house, and you know, I could I literally can just sit in there and I feel better. So, yeah, if I have a shitty day, it's uh, stop off and get Taco Bell with a Baja Mountain Dew, go home. Strip down to just my shorts, get into my comfy ass chair, and play League of Legends. Ethan, what do you got? Two things are going down. Let's one. say one. 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 Let's say it's a nice summer day, and I wanna I wanna unwind. My family, uh, my grandmother does own a house on a lake, so post up in a chair, post up in the hammock next to the water. Playing Pokemon on my DS. That is happiness in my hand right there. Nice way to unwind. The other one. Two. Two, if you would. 
Back in back in the good old days when I lived in a one bedroom apartment in a cornfield and it was known as the main event manor. Living at the main event manor. I was often known to afterworks pick up a forty of malt liquor, maybe some old English, maybe some uh, King Cobra. We're all shaking our heads now. Chug oh, that boy down playing some Borderlands and just get a good buzz going playing Borderlands in the dark. And that is both very sad and very relaxing. <laughs> You also didn't tell us what game and uh, and what snack. Well, you said the snacks, but what game? Did you mention the game? Yeah. Oh, po- Pokemon right. and Borderlands. Okay. All right. I wasn't paying attention. I was reading, I was reading the next email. Yeah. Who and his drink you? and snack were both malt liquor. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's obvious. I could have told you that without him even saying it. Who was that from? That was from Retro Mike. Oh, oh. nice. Yeah. Well, I got the next one from uh, Five Mile Rick. Inkster Rick. Inkster Rick. Oh, sorry. Fucking five Mile Rick. Five Mile Rick. <laughs> Rinkster. Move to Five Mile, and then you can call yourself Five Mile Rick. He says, thanks, guys, for having the greatest guest star you've ever had on Pop Hunters this Ooh, past weekend. Cocky. I like it. Who is the greatest Pop Hunter? Question mark. Jade. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, for sure. She doesn't yep. even go on the show. She doesn't even go on the, the show. Yep. <laughs> she she does all the legwork back at the house while we're while we're all goofing around. Is basically what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's buying she's buying pops from Spain. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Realistically, she wins. she's stopping the show's content. She's so good at <laughs> it. You're right. I I went out. We went out this last episode. I didn't buy any pops. Sorry, I did. I bought four Mean Girl Pops that she had pre-ordered already. So I yeah. even so it wasn't even me hunting. <laughs> was just they were. Them the, I was picking them yeah. up for her. I'm I'm her. I'm her. You're her pop. Bitch. I'm her errand boy. Yeah, yeah. They pre-pop hunted. <sighs> yep. But uh, yeah, I mean, on the show, I'd say best uh, best hunter. Hmm. Probably sci-fi AJ. He's been on two shows, uh, two episodes now, and he, and he's uh, yeah. strictly bought exclusives. You know, he, we he's the one that like we go in and we just buy a whole bunch of shit that we think is cool, and we always get kind of unlucky as to what we're looking for. He seems to always find exactly what he's looking for. Plus, I think he's like at least three for three or four for four from his blind boxes. He's like, oh, yeah. I want the Winter Soldier. He pulls out a blind box Winter Soldier. Like, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, he's just he's got the luck, and, and the luck is on his side for sure. So, all right. Well, thanks for the uh, question, Inksterick. Uh, next up, I have from Phantom Joe, and this question is directed at me, and it simply is, why you no want come watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> so this is a shout-out because my wife went and watched Game of Thrones at his place, and I didn't go because, A, I haven't watched besides maybe a half an episode of Game of Thrones ever, so I'm a little bit behind. Jumping into whatever, I don't even know what season you're on, but jumping into six, I think? six or four? is probably not a good idea to have me come along because you're going to have to pause it every five minutes to explain to me what the hell is happening. Um, but also, I'm just, I don't know, I'm not that like excited to go watch Game of Thrones. Sorry. Like, that's that's just it. Ooh. You know? Shots fired. Ooh. Yeah. Shots fired. Shots fired. Back when I lived Sweet at Baron. Phantom Joe's house, it was a lot easier to get me tied into a show. Shots fired. Now I don't have cable, so I don't have to get sucked into this shit. Shots fired. All right. Next one is from Rob Ohm, and he says, Was the Doom ad spot designed to trick people into thinking Bungie was launching another Destiny series? No, wait, wait, wait. Better question. Why do I average well over 1KD solo... But only .33 when I'm with the BXAB personnel. Who is this from? Rob Ohm. 
<laughs> Rob, <laughs> Rob, it's pretty simple. You suck. But Ethan's got a better answer for you. <clears throat> Rob, my friend, my brother down in the trenches, it's your boy Ethan. And as you know, when you and I play together with the rest of the boys, it's usually the two of us fighting for last place. <laughs> and it's very simple. When you play on your own, as I do, I often dominate like 20 kills, making everyone look like little children with joysticks. As soon as I hop in with the rest of the team, then I'm a I'm a jabroni out there with a shotgun. They, the thing is, is when when people play together with friends, you you're playing against more skilled people. The matchups are harder because you're you're in a group. When you're out there on your own, they lump you in with any jackass that's logged on to Destiny, and that's why when you're actually playing with a team that is good, you're playing against better players, and it makes you a better player. And then when you get thrown in the mix with everyone else, you're used to that higher level of competition, so you can uh, you can run trains on all of them. But that's that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. <laughs> so you play one match on your own, you get top score overall on Iron Banner, and then you hop in with the boys and drag the team down. That's what yeah. I do. See, you need to come into your own and finding what your role is when you're playing with the BX8B guys, all right? So the way it breaks down now is you haven't done or selected your your position in any of the three roles of the rest of us, all right? We have Jay and Chops that are in the role of they're just good at Destiny. They, they're good players. They can hold their shit together in Crucible and Raids and everything else. Then you have Jazzy, who's just a lucky-ass bitch, so he gets good <laughs> scores because he's lucky as fuck. And then you've got Chris, who's a kill-stealing bitch, and he's always <laughs> at the top. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you could also hop into my role of being a melee shotgun cheap-ass <laughs> who just runs through the level as a titan, shoulder-charging the hell out of everyone, making them miserable. Yeah, but let's be honest. That plays into the role of of, of Matt of Chops and I, and that's simply this: we I hate like those assholes. No, I'll no, no. never play it. We, well, yeah, we'll never play it. But we like playing the long game. Oh, yeah. We like playing the precision game. So when when we got these guys in the trenches causing disruption, boom, boom, it boom. keeps the focus off of us. Otherwise, they're they're tunnel vision down towards us, trying to get us. But when I see him coming into the side. I love it. Yeah. Especially when I don't get the shot and then I see him come in and he just he just shoulder charges like three of them and they go flying through the sky My, and I'm like, yes. See, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at efficiency. Ethan's looking at brutality. Yeah. yeah. He's taking that aggression out. He knows he knows how to unwind oh, after, after as, a long as day. As sad as this is, I've actually come to terms that like when I'm playing with Ethan and Rob on the same fire team, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna run around with these guys because clearly they're gonna think like they're the wounded dog and they're gonna take them out first and then I'll give me a chance to try to kill them. <laughs> oh, you're terrible. Wow. That's yeah. real, that's, that's real, real mean. I that's like, that I mean that's how all the uh the YouTube videos say. Run run with the team so you don't get shot at. <laughs> I like running I like running with Ethan because he plays this a completely different style game than I do. The problem when you run with, you know, Chops, Cable, is that we're all bunched up next to each other trying to play the same style of game. Yeah, and then we just all get murdered. Yeah, we once. all get, yeah, one, you know, one shot or people are, you know, you're about to snipe someone and someone steps in front of you because they're sniping yeah. too. So I like we having... trip over each other. I like that we do have a variety on the team. And let's be honest, let's just give Rob a little bit of credit here. When I first started playing with Rob, he was hot garbage. Okay, like the man had just started, so I'm not ripping on his skill level, but yeah, so he had nothing. But he was, he has come just light years. He's he's advanced. Same with Ethan. Okay, 
everybody that's been around us has improved their game a ton, and running in Iron Banner or whatever it is, it, I don't care who's on my team out of our group. I believe we can win, and that's and that's all that matters. Like I think we have a strong enough team, no matter what the six player makeup is. I think I think for Rob, the best like actual Minus Chris because he's a KS bitch. <laughs> yeah. The best advice I can give to Rob, like legitimate advice, is no matter what role you're going to play, if you're going to play like an Ethan where you're running shoulder charge and shotgun, if you're going to play more precision game, if whichever you feel more comfortable in, I think for you it's just learning patience. Because you could definitely tell when shit kind of hits the fan, he goes into, like, panic mode. And you could tell he gets into panic mode because we'll, like, we'll run in, like, four man of our fire team into all six of their guys. We'll come out of that fire, that that fire, uh, you know, th- that uh, battle. Firefight. Yeah, the firefight. I couldn't think of that word. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. But we'll, it. yeah, we'll come out of that firefight and then, <laughs> so there's, like, you know, the three or four of us that are still alive... And then Rob's just going around stabbing us, like so. You could tell he was just kind of, you know, you know, mashing buttons and trying to like do whatever he can. So it's just kind of find find your your style of play, take a breather, and then basically kind of calm yourself down and don't panic when you're yeah. in that position. La- last thing I'm gonna move on is simply this: the first time I played Iron Banner for the week, you guys were already on playing Iron Banner. I signed on late. I signed on. I jumped into the game. Chris was on. Cable 2KX. I have a really good round, and I was beating Cable pretty bad. He edges me out, and the first thing he says on the mic, because he was very quiet that whole match, is, yeah, I edged out Jay, because he's a kill-stealing motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all he cares about is edging me out. We have a battle every time we go in, and we trade spots, you know, for one-two, one-two, but but still, I mean, he's a very good player, and I love Cable to death, but stop taking my kills, Cable. All right, next question we have is from Miggy, and he wants to ask us, Hey, guys, so the trailer of Call of Duty Infinite Warfare was released today. I thought the trailer looked pretty cool. However, I think this game series has run its course. I mean, they are re-releasing a fan favorite, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, and bundling it with the $80 and $100 plus versions of the game because they know people will eat it up. In my opinion, there hasn't been a good Call of Duty game since Modern Warfare 1 and 2. Sorry, Chris. What What are your thoughts on the direction of the series? Should they keep pumping out games every year, or should the two companies take a break? So, in a, in a sense, uh, what you would say in the TV or movie industry is, the question is, has Call of Duty jumped the shark? Is this the game that's too far gone from what the uh, game originally was? You know, the, the term comes from the time that Fonzie jumped over a shark with his motorcycle on Happy Days. That was when the show got too ridiculous. And has that happened here with Call of Duty? Is this their jump the shark moment where fans of the series are going to go, that's not really what I'm signing up to play? Or are they a bunch of Mountain Dew swelling bros that don't give a crap and because it says Call of Duty, they're going to play it and teabag their, their kills? I'm going with that second that second <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> Since you put it out there, I'm going to go with that second one. I don't have a lot to say about this because, uh, Mickey, if you listened to the show previous to, you know, earlier in this show, you know what we think about this. Uh, I think, like you said, it's run its course. It comes down to we all think it's run its course, but you have th- millions of people out there that still buy every game and throw their money out so they can run around with their nine-year-old little buddies and kill each other in teabag. So it's never going to be. It's going to be a game a year, if not more, for until 
forever. Yeah, I, have, I unfortunately think it's going to be... I, I have a feeling this game might be the next Ghost, or Ghosts, um, where it's going to sell really well, but I think it's going to be a big letdown because you just, you've, you're going so far off the beaten path of what you what people are used to, which is why you're bundling Modern Warfare Remastered. But, um, yeah, I'm not going to... Thanks for the question, Mickey, yeah. but uh, Call of Duty is nothing that I, I enjoy. So next question I have is from Chris, Cable2KX, and he says, with Uncharted 4 around the corner, which Uncharted game was your favorite and why? Uh, none of them, because I played zero of them. Uh, sorry, I played Golden Abyss on the Vita, so I guess... By default, that's my favorite Uncharted game, which is the worst Uncharted game from what I've been told, and it's probably why I haven't bothered to try any of the other ones. I don't know. It just I don't. Th- there's job. something about it that like just doesn't motivate me to play. You know, I'm a. I think part of it is I love sci-fi. I'm I'm a very you know again Metroid style, uh, fantasy star. I like that style. Um, so when you go Indiana Jones-ish and things like that, I'm just not as big of a fan. It doesn't draw me as much. But that's just me. I'm with him because I haven't played any of them. Am I the only one who's played a full Uncharted game? Wow. Yeah. yeah. You're the only one. Um, I, I really enjoyed 3 because of the cinematic experience it had. It felt like a movie. You know, you start off hanging off of a train car. Um, the game series, I think it was 3. It might have been 2, actually. I can't remember. But anyway, the game series does really good cinematic experiences. So it was either two or three for me. One, I, I really enjoyed because it, it introduced me to the series, but it was a little too weird. Um, but uh, I'd say either two or three is my favorite. But, I mean, like, I'll be honest. You got Once you start one of the games, you'll want to finish it. it. It pulls you. It's not like your typical action-adventure game where there's a lull and, like, there's options to go around. It's a very railed game. You know, it's, it's, a very, it's very much on a particular path, but that's, but it does a good way of pulling you through it. I think during its time, you know, when, when 1 was out, when 2 was out, and even when 3 was out, I had the option of playing that, or I had the option of playing God of War. Yeah. And I played God of War. You know, you know I had the option of picking up the Collector's Edition, or I had the option of playing The Last of Us Remastered. I played The Last of Us Remastered. You know, like, it always seemed like when there's the opportunity to really start focusing on Uncharted, there was something else that grabbed my attention more. That's it. I'm not, I, it looks like a fantastic game. You know, Naughty Dog doesn't make garbage. No, so, they don't. So I'm sure it's great. It's just something I've never gotten around to play. Um, thanks for the question, Chris. Um, next up, I have one from Eric. Eric wants to say, what upcoming video game movie... Will be the will be the movie that helps legitimize video game movies in Hollywood. Warcraft. No. Um, <laughs> I, th- no. I think Warcraft might shoot it in the foot. Honestly. Yeah. Ah. I can go either way. I, I um, the movie's gonna be sweet or Pixels. it's gonna be a dumpster fire. Two. No. I don't know if there's a video game movie in the future that I can think of that's gonna legitimize video game movies. I, I really don't think I have one. that you know, Until rec- somebody signs that guy that made that Metroid trailer to a full movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or Neil Blomkamp makes something, then I'm on board. But, I mean, Wreck-It Ralph is my pinnacle of video game movies, as I've talked about in the forums. But do I think it like legitimized other people to make video games? No. But it's a great movie. I have two answers. Uh, well, two comments. One, 
Warcraft will be the water world of video game movies. <laughs> it looked like it was really expensive to make, and it's going to do awful. And I can I see that. I, I respect have, that. I have. You know, I'm not. A, I'm not hating. I'm just telling it like it is there. And I have a definitive answer that Chops will agree with me on. The Last of Us movie directed by Sam Raimi. That's yeah, going to yeah, do it. That could that really do it. Movie. I am the biggest Sam Raimi fanboy. One of the reasons I went to Michigan State is because that's where Sam Raimi went. Like I love, I love his movies, and I love his style. It influenced my video projects when I was a broadcasting student immensely. But The Last of Us is a fantastic story, right there. That's it's a story-driven game. Translating that over to film is going to be easier than like a Warcraft. Or the something. Last of Us game, I would say legitimized movie video games before they even said there was going to be a movie of it because the game itself was so cinematic. You didn't see checkpoints. You played through a story of characters that you fell in love with and it was dramatic and it was scary, but it was heartwarming in a way. And and Ethan's 100% right. When the movie comes out, as long as it's done well, I mean, that's obviously a dumb thing to say, but as long as it harkens to the heart of the game, it'll it will legitimize... Uh, video game movies. It yeah, I to be honest, great answer, and I totally forgot about this. Yeah. Um, it ha- it has the potential to definitely do that. I think that game was mesmerizing. The game, like like you said, I I, I when I the first time I played it, I go yeah, I'll just play to the first chapter through the first chapter or something like that. And before I knew it, I I was four hours in and still playing because and I was like, wait a minute, there, where the hell are all the chapters at? I haven't even hit a checkpoint, you know. But you do invisibly, but it's just seamless. So I think, yeah, you take that universe, you do it right, you have a director that's fully capable of doing it, you give it the proper rating it needs, which is R, and you don't just don't cut corners. I mean, I mean, the story is literally written for you. Cast it right and produce it in your with your view, and I think you got a blockbuster on your hands. I think you got one of the best, you know, zombie-ish. Uh, um, games or sorry movies ever as far as one of the best uh okay and then i got i got a couple more so next up we got xander chiming in thanks for the question by the way to um Eric. eric um so next up is xander he says if the bxap crew were all party members in a fantasy role playing game what classes and skills would each of you have slash b so we'll just do the room. We won't go through the whole team because the rest of them, let's just assume, are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Jazzy's the bard. He supports us all. Yeah. Well, looking like a support goofball. healer, probably. Yeah, I'd have to be. Um, I really like range, so I'd be the archer. I'd really, I'd really enjoy being being that the bow type guy. Uh, if you think of me in Diablo, I'm the hunter. If you think of me in League of Legends, I'm Lucian, the rain, you know, ADC. I just, I like, I'm a pansy. I like being far away. <laughs> like causing damage, but being able to do it from a safe distance. Ethan, I think Ethan be like the knight slash tank. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, he's dealing damage, but he's also taking a lot. Yeah, but he's rocking that, he's rocking that like badass armor stuff. Oh yeah, heavy you know? metal for yeah. sure. When you walk into town, everyone's like, you know, oh, what, there's a BXAP crew, and they're all staring at Ethan. Yeah, yeah. And then you yeah. talk to him, and you're like, "Oh, he's a he's a wimp." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's all show. Absolutely. He's all show, yeah. but he's sweet. Yeah. Well, you. Yeah. I think I'd be more like the mage slash wizard, like yeah. p- 
pinpoint precision, you know, like type type damaging things like that. Yeah. Thinking about it yeah. a little, a little. Just much. do a ton yeah. of damage, and then when things don't go your way, rage kit. Fart, yeah. fart, fart oh, yeah. spells, yeah. fart spells. Tons of flatulence. Yeah. Tons of it. <laughs> Straight up vomit spells. Like, Every time we go into battle, he just makes everyone shit their pants. Like, yeah, no, like, I'm, I'm the wizard that, like, like you don't want as a friend. <laughs> yeah, no. It's just going to fuck with everybody. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. there a superhero totally like okay that in Mystery Men? Um, yeah, it was I forgot his name. The Spleen. The Spleen, yeah. Paul Rubens. Paul yeah. Rubens. Paul, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh, thanks. <laughs> so there you go. Th- thanks for the question, Xander. Thank you for the question. Uh, I'm going to try my hardest on this one because it is a good question. But he really likes to do this to me, and that is simply send me questions out of order. Oh, Caleb. BMC, Button Master Caleb. So, Jesus. hello, my internet friends. Jay and I had a nice little debate about Nintendo on the BXAB Facebook page, and it was awesome. Uh, I was a troll, but for reals, Nintendo makes great games, but the hardware is inferior in power to Sony and Microsoft. What do you guys think it will take to get Nintendo back on track? Which I think we all want. Just give me a modern, powerful console with great online play and third-party support, and I'll buy the NX. Uh, And then it says... I'm just going to go with thanks and game on. So yeah, we had a we had a big debate about um, we had a real big debate about NX and how he wanted Nintendo to go third party. He wants Nintendo to release all their games on Sony. He he, he says I would play a Mario game on Sony. I don't want to buy a Nintendo system. And then he went and admitted that he hasn't played a game since like the Wii. No, yeah, the Wii. So I. <sighs> I, my argument was Nintendo can't let go of their IPs. They can't. They, they, if you're gonna turn into Sega, then you might as well just you know admit defeat and and take a sword and shove it through your chest. But you know when you look at sales and and I backed up everything that we argued on Facebook. You guys can check it out right at BXAB Gaming. When you look at sales, Nintendo is still number one overall of all time in in, in console in units. So handheld and and home consoles combined, they still beat Sony by almost 200 million units. To date, that's including PS4 sales. So, I just you know to give up like this after you had one flop because the Wii was a success, one of the best success, arguably Nintendo's best success ever. And then you have the Wii U. Well, yeah, yeah, number two. Sorry, number two to DS, but and their home console sales, it's the best, and that's what we're arguing about right now. But the you know so so you have the Wii U success, the Wii U flops. You don't just die. Sega didn't even die. Sega flopped two times in a row before they died. So, like, you got to give NX a shot. I don't believe it's going to be an underpowered device. I think Nintendo's going to, you know, they realize that this is their shot. This is it. They they messed this one up. It's game over. They might struggle for another five years, but it's game over. They're not going to recover from it. And they know that people want HD graphics. They want top-of-the-line technology. They want online community. And the, and the Wii U started to show some of that. It may have been an underpowered little, little turd, but they really tried to push that system with, you know, pocket tournament and, and things like that. So, you know, I disagree with them big time. I don't think Nintendo should let go of their IPs, period. I don't think they should go on the, on the uh, cell phones. 
So, so to to back up Jay's point, the the Wii and DS generation was su- Nintendo's most successful generation. Uh, combined, about two hundred and fifty million units sold between DS and Wii. That is completely nuts to think that they sold that many systems and think about all the software they sold. So Nintendo, you know, they're in a slum after a high. The 3DS is doing well, but not nearly as well as the DS. So a little bit of a slum. But here's my thing. I'm a a huge Nintendo fan. I've been a Nintendo fan for life, just like I think everyone in the room. I bought the Wii not launch date, the next shipment after launch, because I love that it was something new. I love, I had fun with the motion controls at first. Like, again, I think everyone in the room had fun with the Wii at first. I continue, I still pick up my Wii and play it to this day. But the thing that kind of got to be a little bit of a bummer is watching all these really cool games come out on Xbox and PlayStation 3 and just go... Oh, yeah, I'm going to get a port of that that's really going to suck. I'm going to get a dumbed down, you know, I'm going to get a version that the, the gameplay isn't as good. And I'm not someone who gets caught up on graphics make the games. There's some games that certainly it's great to have a beautiful game. But the problem was, is we were getting on the Wii knockoff versions. It wasn't ports. They were like knockoff versions. And I think that's, again, that's the same thing that happened with the Wii U is everyone's like, oh, these games are, there's all these beautiful and amazing cutting edge games coming out on PS4 and Xbox One. And here on the Wii U, we're getting some cool ideas from Nintendo, but we're missing out on all these titles because the system's underpowered. And I think that, you know, I don't, I'm not saying I want it to be comparable. I don't want it to be equal. And it's, it's because the only reason I would want that is just so I could also have some of those games. It's going to help them have the, the third party support. So that way you don't feel like you're missing out on something by having a Nintendo system. I guess that's the point I was trying to make. My take from this question is you haven't played a Nintendo game since the Wii. So in the words of Professor Xavier, which is Cable2X's son, how dare you not play Splatoon? There's no blood in that game. You splat people. It's true, and it's a great game. Well, and, and that one game is the, the best shooting game, right? It was best multiplayer game. Best multiplayer game. Yeah. And, and, and part of me disagrees with this. I love Nintendo IPs. It's I out of current generation. It's their strongest thing. It, their IPs are their strongest item. Their system isn't, and I have to agree with Caleb. I would love to see a you know a, a Zelda on a PS4. I would love to see that. But, blasphemy. That's blasphemy. But that is blasphemy. But I, no, I don't. Ugh. I'm taking my they, headphones. I'm taking my headphones. They. You, I can still hear you. You're right on that. They have to go through NX before they they fall to that, because, like you said with Sega, they had those two falls and it and it crippled them. Like it crippled them to where it doesn't matter if they came out with an awesome IP, they weren't going to have system support for it because they couldn't afford it. I just I, don't want to see Legend of Zelda turn in to Sonic. No, I, I I know what you're saying. Yes, if Nintendo goes third party, all you're going to get. It's going to turn into shovelware. I don't know about that. It's going to turn into shovelware. Yes. I don't think so. Yes. Absolutely. I don't think so. How many Sonic games come out now? Barely any. No, you are wrong, sir. There's barely any. Mario and Sonic and Olympics. That Uh, was a while ago. Sonic Generation, Sonic Knights, Sonic Colors, Sonic... Like, you don't know how many Sonic games are out. Recently? I don't think so. Here's why. Because you don't fucking care about Sonic anymore. Oh no, but that that was because I lost you lost Sonic 
when their systems fell. That's when you lost Interesting what you just said. No, I know. And, that, and that's what I'm saying is the NX, you can't do it now. You can't do it now. But Nintendo, is a, I think, is a stronger beast than Sega was. You want Legend of Zelda to sit on the same platform as Fallout. You want Legend of Zelda to sit there and stand up against the RPGs. It doesn't have to stand up against on a Nintendo. It is a unique system. Like, the NX doesn't even need... Like, all these people are bitching about third party because they want their Call of Duty on Nintendo. Well, I don't guess, want that. guess what? Guess what? If <laughs> if the NX is the same power as the PS4 when Call of Duty comes out, and you're gonna buy it on PS4 anyways because right. all your friends have PS4. Right. You can't worry about that. What you need to worry about is is the games that I buy the NX for worth it? And that's that's the bottom line. It's why the Wii U is actually a pretty solid system. They killed it with the marketing. They destroyed it with, with their follow-ups. The 3DS and the Wii U died because their previous generation was called the Wii and the DS. Don't, don't make it look like a fucking upgrade. Make it look like the next generation. Okay? Like, yeah, you had Xbox and you had Xbox 360. Okay? That, that's one... Fine. Whatever. But... Nintendo, don't, you know, like, Nintendo NX is a great name. If you would have came out and been like, the Wii U Ultra, you're dead. You're dead You're dead in the water day one. So, like, marketing played a huge downfall to this company because the Wii U was actually not a bad game or not a bad system, and games like Splatoon, games like Mario Maker, games like that make that system worth owning to this day. I would tell you, if you are a Mario fan, you should own a Wii U because Mario Maker is a experience that you cannot have anywhere else. And the second you release that to Xbox, PlayStation, and Steam, you've lost it's part of that special, that special feeling of Mario, the special feeling of Zelda. You won't realize it's gone until it's gone. And that's when you give it away to everybody to mass market it across everything. And that's when, and that's when Nintendo dies. In the hearts of all of its fans. Two two things for me. The first one is, I had the funds to purchase a second system aside from my PS4. I went with the Wii U because of games like Splatoon, Mario Maker, and stuff like that, over the Xbox One because they didn't have shit that I wanted to play on the Xbox One. Two, even if the NX flops, which I'm hoping it doesn't, we're still not going to see Nintendo that heavy into third party, I think, because they're going to go straight focus into their handhelds, and they're going to be able to survive on that for at least a while. Handhelds scare me, though, just because of smartphones and everything. I mean, we've seen... It's the hand- hard to compete with it now. We've seen the handheld market shrink so much, and yes, Nintendo well, that's still... that's why they're do- going to you know, They dominate it, but it still worries me. Yeah. So I don't want to take any more time on this, but it, it is a huge topic. We can continue it on the forums or head over to Facebook. It's already started there. Let us know what you guys think. We're going to wrap this up with the best for last, and that's DD. He's chiming in saying, Sup, fools, it's your boy, Dirty Dylan. I want to know, would you rather never play your favorite game again or take a line drive straight to the nuts from an MLB power, slu- power slugger? Go Twins, stay filthy, DD. By the way, I'm just pointing this out here. He's given up a little bit of information about himself. He's a baseball fan? He's a Twins fan. Which either means... Do they matter? I'm just saying, does he possi- do we possibly know where D.D. lives now? Is it Minnesota? Minnesota? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. He's Ooh. slipping up. Pretty soon we're going to be able to Ooh. find him. I don't want to find him. Yeah. 
Leave him. Leave him wherever he is. Yeah. Never connect no, me I to him. No, I am finding his ass, and then I'm dragging Ethan along, and they're going to sit on garbage cans until they make up. And he's going to take a baseball bat, and he's going to hit you in the nuts. Okay. <laughs> After he puts you in a trash can and poops on you. All right, so we're going to spice this up a little bit. We're going to say, since we're, since we're you know Detroit Tigers here, Miguel Cabrera, line drive straight into your nuts. Or you can't ever play your favorite video game ever. Here's the deal. You can't ever play your life after that. You'll be dead. I mean, your dick your dick and balls are gone. You're dead. You're never having a kid again. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> so I'd rather not play my favorite game again than die. I'm going to go with I'm going to enjoy my second favorite game for the rest of my life yeah. and not play my favorite game. Yeah. Sorry, Metroid. If sorry, this, if, sorry, Super okay. Metroid. Well, no, I was gonna say, yeah, you can still play Metroid. I was, game. I was gonna say, sorry, Super Metroid. Metroid Fusion, my new favorite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let, let's say you don't die and you just lose functionality of your penis and balls. Oh, so for you're the rest dead of, your life. of your whole lower so extremities because your yeah. spine broke. Yeah. See, so you, you can't you, you can't say so you're upright dead. anymore. However, however, there was a very low blow thrown at me this weekend saying that there's so much dust on my balls because I haven't used them in so long. It's true. You wouldn't miss I it. Would, yeah. I wouldn't miss it. So you know what, Miggy? Go ahead and take a swing right for my nuts because I'd rather play League of Legends ballless. And then you're going to pee sitting down for the rest of your life. Yeah, from your butthole because they have cool. to rework where your pee wire, I'm going to call it pee wire, <laughs> goes. That's a technical term. Out it's real. Until it, it, they have to rework it so it goes out your butthole. Okay. I don't think you know who you're talking to. I'm Jay-Z No Wipe. I have no shame. <laughs> I, just, will, I will piss, I will I will piss out my asshole the rest of my clean. life. Pee that shit clean. All right, let's change, let's swirl it up just a little bit. Swirl it up. What if it was your favorite IP? So, Chops, you could never play a Mega Man game ever again. I pass. <laughs> no. I can't answer that. You have to answer it. I can't answer the question. You're going to take the shot. I plead the fifth. You're taking the shot. I plead the fifth. Uh, Jazzy, what about it you? Depends. You can't no, no, like, it depends. It's a fucking answer because Riot it has depends. one IP. <laughs> it depends because... Will they ever make another Mega Man game? Yes. Who knows? Let's say. Will they ever make another the Metroid day, game besides Liber uh, let's say uh, Federation Force? Let's say the day after you take the line shot, you get a brand new Mega Man game. I'd kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd cut my hands off so that but if you take so the line drive, something. then you get to enjoy it while you're in the hospital recovering. No, 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 no. On the Nintendo NX. <laughs> no. So I'm just gonna go off the. The, the assumption that me breeding might not even be the best idea. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I'm gingery. I don't know how to read. I have bad skin. Like, we're probably better off if there's not another little, uh, little me running around, another real-life Charlie from It's Always Sunny, if you would. So, and on top of that, I live to catch them all. So if you took Pokemon away from me, I'm wearing a Gengar hat right now that Jay and Sci-Fi AJ got me. If they took, if that was taken away from me, why do I wake up in the morning if I if there aren't new Pokemon to catch, if there isn't a new region to explore? So I'm gonna take the gamble, and I'm gonna take the line drive right to the groin and hope that I could maybe still breed if necessary, because I want to catch them all. That's where my passion is. And if we're gonna be real honest, Miggy's batting average this season is garbage. <laughs> so I mean, oh, the chance that you're gonna be able to do both drive. still, it still <laughs> says the, the line drive. So the chances are he's gonna miss and break your knees and never be able to walk <laughs> just, again. Just because he didn't hit a home run over the wall doesn't mean he can't hit a line drive in your nuts. Here's the deal: When's the last time you've seen Miggy hit a line drive that wasn't to the moon? Listen, he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna break your balls and your dick. He's gonna break your pelvis. 
Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, like you're your done. waist you're done. won't exist. Yeah. Assuming he hits the ball. No, no, no. If he just hits in between your legs, everything around it's shattered. Oh, it's a practice pitch, so he's going to smoke the f- yeah. thing right into you. It's going to be, I'm going to throw all my power into this. I'm on drugs, Miggy, and I'm going to make sure that you can't sit in a chair for a year. You can hate on Miggy all you want. J.D. No, Martinez will step up and slam one in the anyway, so don't worry. How's the Twins hitting going this year? I don't even. I, the Twins, I didn't even realize, were a team. <laughs> Is there two teams? Is that why yeah. they're called the Twins? All right. Thanks, D.D., for the question. We're going to wrap up this episode. Ugh. Guys, thanks for tuning in. This has been episode 103 of the BXAP podcast. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Detroit Beard Collective. Check them out, DetroitBeardCollective.com. Use the code BXAP at checkout. Save yourself 20% on all orders over $25. Guys, make sure to check out both the podcasts. Our podcast, this podcast airs on Tuesdays. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, and of course, BXAP.com. And The Legend of Retro every Thursday in all the same locations. Check out our social media, BXAP Gaming. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitch. YouTube, all of that great jazz. Don't forget to check out the brand new episode 8 of Pop Hunters, where we go to Westland and we do some crazy shit with Viking hats. Don't miss it. It's hot, and I'm in it, so make sure to check it out. That's about it, guys. We'd like to thank all of our fans for the continued support. Make sure you keep sending in questions and comments to info at bxap.com. We will see you next week, and as always, Game Game on. on!